Welcome to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. In chapter 55 of Isaiah, verse 11, God tells the prophet, So will my word be which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Standing on this promise, T.D. Stubblefield Ministries is committed to sharing biblical principles with individuals, families, churches, communities, and our world, believing that only the Word of God can advance us in God's perfect plan for our lives, where we can experience liberating faith, lasting hope, and unconditional love in a relationship with the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here is Dr. T.D. Stubblefield with today's Advancing Word. I want us to look at Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. I want to preach a little while about the price of our pardon. I love the New Living Translation of this passage It says he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. What is the price of our pardon? We're celebrating that today in a memorable way with the Lord's Supper observance. It's a a perpetual reminder that While salvation is free to us, it costs God everything. What is the price of our pardon? And when I put that question to the text, this fifth verse, three things emerge that I want to share with you. First of all, the price of our pardon is high. And you can put in parenthesis, his suffering. The price of our pardon was high, his suffering. All the Gospels document the suffering of our Savior. Approximately two-thirds of the Gospel of Mark focuses on the last week of Jesus' life that culminated in his death on Calvary. Isaiah saw this eventuality, this necessity, centuries before it occurred, before it took place. And he wrote these words. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. I love the line in the hymn that says, Upon the cross of Jesus, mine eyes at time can see the very dying form of one who suffered there for me. And from my stricken heart with tears, two wonders I confess. The wonder of redeeming love and my unworthiness. He was wounded. He was bruised. A wound is external. It occurs from above the skin or a puncture through the skin. But a bruise is internal. It occurs from bleeding beneath the skin. The Hebrew word translated transgressions in this verse describes sin as the operation 
of our rebellion against God. C.S. Lewis, and I love the way he said this. He says, we're not only sinners that need to be saved, but we are rebels that need to lay down our arms. He was wounded for our transgressions and above the skin suffering for an above the skin problem. But then it said he was bruised for our iniquities. The word iniquities does not deal with the operation of our sin in rebellion with God, but it deals with the origin of our sin because we all have a sin nature. (laughs) Oh, the Bible says that all have sin and come short of the glory of God. When I read this part of the text, I think about how true it is of life. There are some things that we struggle with that are obvious and open to others for examination and evaluation. But you and I know that there are other things that we struggle with that are beneath the skin. Many times just between you and the Lord. Uh, They are beneath the surface. They They are not visible. They're not measurable. They're not audible, but uh, they tend to be sometimes the cause of the effects that other people see in our lives. David's adultery became public knowledge. But in his prayer of penitence, he cries out to God about the sin that he had to deal with every day beneath the surface. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. He says, for I acknowledge my transgression. And while people may not see it, he says, my sin is ever before me. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity. And in sin did my mother conceive me. But Jesus, the suffering servant of Isaiah's prophecy, was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. Mm -hmm. And his suffering, his suffering was the price that was paid for our pardon. The price was high. He commended his love to us while we were yet sinners and Christ died for us he was high because of his suffering Paul said I want to experience the fellowship of his suffering and the power of his resurrection because it's in his suffering that we experience his sufficiency yes. All right. what are you prepared to sacrifice what are you prepared to suffer the price of our pardon was high because of his suffering. But then there's something else in this verse too. The price of our pardon was heavy. Not just high, but it was heavy because of his substitution. His substitution. He didn't just die. He just didn't suffer. It was a substitutionary death. He died the death Experienced the suffering that you and I should have experienced. Yes. 
Oh, you hear the hymn that said, I mean, it's, it's a very popular hymn. I wonder if we grasp the significance of it. Must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? There's a cross for everyone. There's a cross for me. He bore my cross. He bore your cross. It was substitutionary. It was heavy. It was heavy. You cannot read Isaiah 53 without recognizing how much it is permeated by the language of substitution. Jesus bore not only the burden of our sins, but he bore the blame of our sins. The text says the chastisement, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. What God had to do to secure reconciliation, it was up on him. This substitutionary signature is bracketed by similar statements in verses 4 and 6. Listen to verse 4. Surely he hath borne our sins. Surely he has borne our sins. And, and listen, he's carried our sorrows. And then... In verse 6, it says, all we like sheep have gone astray. And then the language of substitution again. And he's laid on him. He's laid on him. The iniquity of us all. Then if you scroll down to verses 11 and 12, it says, he shall bear their iniquities. And then in verse 12, he shall bear the sins of many. Brothers and sisters, sin is a it's a heavy burden. Somebody might be carrying it this morning. The psalmist said it this way. He says, for my iniquities are gone over my head. As a heavy burden, they're heavy to me. Psalm 38 and 4. Yes, too heavy for me. Too heavy for you. But not too heavy for him. Jesus paid for our pardon with a substitutionary death for sin that was heavy. The Bible says he's made him sin for us. He made him sin. The Father made him sin. That moment on Calvary when he cried out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God poured out the sins of the world upon him. Made him sins for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. The Bible says that the devil like a roaring lion walks among us seeking whom he may devour. God's answer was a lamb that was heavier than the lion. God's response to the roar of the lion is the silence of the lamb. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth even though he bore a heavy burden. Amen. Amen. In the 2003 epic uh, sci-fi movie, uh, it's one of my favorites called The Core. Hillary Swank plays an astronaut pilot. Civilization is facing a catastrophe because the Earth's core has quit working. Uh, There's a team of scientists that's assembled to resolve this crisis And they board a special ship named Virgil. And they travel to the Earth's core to try to fix the problem. 
on the way, the, the craft they're in experience some problems. It threatens the mission. And so the crew draws straws to see who's going to go into the damaged compartment to fix the problem so the mission can continue. Now, whoever goes in, most likely because of the excruciating heat, they're not going to be able to come out. Delroy Lindo plays a maverick researcher in the movie named Braz Brazelton. And he deliberately chooses the shortest straw, uh, which identifies him as the person who will go in. Actually, it wasn't the shortest straw. He broke it off to make it seem like it was the shortest straw. And when he's challenged by the other members of his team as to why he should be the one to go in, he said, I designed Virgil. He says, Virgil is mine. I designed her, and I'm the one that need to go. Can you see and think about a similar kind of transaction that took place in eternity past? Maybe that's what Peter was talking about when he said that was a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And when earth began to move off of its spiritual core, and the Father said, who will go for us? The one who made everything that is. He says, I designed it. And I'm the one that needs to go. The price of our pardon is heavy because the one who made us is also the precious lamb slain from the foundation of the world who joyfully consented to enter the core of this broken world and the damaged compartments of our lives in order to redeem us from our sins. John saw him coming and he said, behold, it was a language of substitution. He says, behold, the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. The cross he carried was our cross. And so, are you grateful today? Are you really grateful today for his substitutionary death? But then there's one other thing in the text. The price of our pardon was high. The price of our pardon was heavy. But the price of our pardon was honored. The price was honored. Oh, I tell you, I love how the text ends. It says, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And then these words, with his stripes, with his stripes, with his stripes, we are healed. Now, this is not a reference to physical healing, but it is a reference to the healing that only Jesus can bring about in a sin-sick soul. He paid the price. The price was paid in full. It was accepted, and on Calvary, a receipt was printed. With the words emblazoned on it, it is finished. Jesus paid it all. All to him we owe. Sin is left a crimson stain. And he washed it white as snow. In verse 11, 
of this chapter 53, Isaiah said, He the Father shall see the travail of the Son and shall be satisfied. God saw his Son suffering and he was satisfied. The price of our pardon was honored. It was accepted. On Calvary, there was no bartering. There was no bargaining. There was no returns. There was no zero interest financing. There was no discounting of the price. The Son of God paid it all. And all to him we owe. The price of our pardon was honored because of his sufficiency. Are we satisfied with his sufficiency? I can't speak for you, but I'm satisfied with his sufficiency. Like the hymn writer said, the question come to me as I think of Calvary, is he satisfied? If he's satisfied with me. Driving from Columbia on Thursday morning, as I was coming down our 70 East, I passed a truck. Seemed at first glance just any other truck. But when I got past the truck in the fast lane, I looked over and there was a sign on the hood of the truck that said oversized load. I began to think about that and I said, you know, sometimes life is like that. Sometimes disease and sickness can become an oversized load. Death of someone who has been an intimate part of our lives can become an oversized load. Financial woes, stresses and distresses can become an oversized load. Sometimes our relationships with marriage and children, extended family can become an oversized load. Our past failures can become an oversized load. That Secret sin that maybe no one but you and the computer screen know about can become, I wish I had a witness, sometimes that problem you're dealing with that you ain't told nobody but your therapist can become an oversized load. I have to tell you that sometimes ministry, dealing with folk can become, it can become an oversized load. Sometimes the job, oh yeah, that eight to five situation can become an oversized load. But the price of his pardon was honored because he's sufficient. The truck I passed, it had a sign on it, oversized load. My mind began to think about it. What I concluded, and somebody can refute me if you would like, the carriage of the truck was designed for oversized load. The wheels of the truck was designed for oversized load. The engine in the truck, I didn't look under the hood, but I'm making an assumption here. The engine was designed for oversized load. The bed of the truck was designed for oversized load. The suspension was designed 
for oversized load. The brakes was designed for an oversized load. And guess what? The driver was trained to handle. Oh, I wish I had a witness here. The driver was trained to be able to wheel and deal with an oversized load. Well, in my spiritual eye, when I think about Jesus, I see on, uh, yes, I do, on the very fabric of his essence. I can handle an oversized load. I don't know what you're dealing with here this morning, but I want you to know he's got healing for our hurts. He's got grace for our guilt. He's got cleansing for our conscience. He's got salvation for our soul. He's got forgiveness for our failure. He's got strength for our struggles. He's got faith for our fears. He can handle an oversized load. Turn it over to the Lord and he can work it out on Calvary's cross. Uh, he put an oversized load uh, on his shoulder. The suspension didn't go out. Uh, the brakes didn't go out. The wheels didn't blow out. The carriage didn't fall out. But he died. Uh, yes, he died. He died and paid the price uh, for my sin and yours. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for paying the price. Uh, you didn't bargain. You didn't bother. You didn't discount it. You paid it. Didn't he pay it? Didn't he pay it? Didn't he pay it? Didn't he pay it? You have been listening to Advancing Word with Dr. T.D. Stubblefield. We pray that you have been encouraged with what your ears have heard and your hearts have felt. Explore our website at tdstubblefield.org. For more information about us and to obtain resources provided by TD Stubblefield Ministries. Until next time, be blessed and remember to stop stressing and start stepping, advancing in faith, hope, and love by reading and applying the Word of God so you can stand on certain truth for uncertain times.